Welcome to the Edinburgh Fringe Archive. To quote from some source material, when life itself seems lunatic, who knows where madness lies? It's at the Fringe. Let's find a windmill. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome. I'm in Edinburgh in August. It was the arts capital of the world. In fact, in every August, it was the arts capital of the world. The focus of all of those correspondents, reviewers, production staff, cast members and more may well have moved on. But this is a chance for me in Edinburgh to remind you the power of Edinburgh. The Edinburgh Fringe Show has been running for nearly two decades. We've got over a thousand interviews in our archive and over the next weeks, the last weeks, this week and looking forward, I've been going into the archives to find some gems from Fringe's past. Because the Fringe is not just a recruiting vehicle for Live at the Apollo. There's more to comedy. There's more to the Fringe than that. You can have theatrical performances that bring the art of clowning and farce to the stage, alongside pathos and the examination of the human condition. In 2014, Little Soldier Productions brought their first show to the Fringe. The aforementioned Don Quixote. That, that was the source material right there at the top. Or, to give it its full name, the ingenious gentleman Don Quixote of La Mancha. It took massive liberties with the story. Twisted reality and fantasy ignored any semblance of structure. In other words, it did a Don Quixote to the classic Don Quixote structure that Cervantes put in his book. And it paid off. At the Fringe, it was awarded the Stages Award for Acting Excellence. Since then, it has been performed in five different countries with over 130 performances under its belt. Little Soldier Productions have went on to online talks, presentations, workshops, five more shows, including Nothing Happens Twice, which recently graced the stage at London's Soho Theatre. Once the podcast team stumbled over the show in 2014, though, we couldn't wait to get everyone from the show into the studio and onto the podcast. That year, we were broadcasting live on community radio, as well as publishing the podcast, which meant rather more energy in the room for myself and co-host Dan Lentil from the Edinburgh 49 website. It was, after all, live. No safety net, no edits, out on the airwaves, into the podcast. So much fun. Anyway, let's go back to the Zoo Southside. Actually, let's go back to the cellar of the Zoo Southside, in 2014, we found that tiny windmill from Little Soldiers, the ingenious gentleman Don Quixote of La Mancha. So now I can say it is the ingenious gentleman of La Mancha, Don Quixote, uh, and the, the cast and uh, some of the crew and um, some of the people uh, that they've been breeding whilst in Edinburgh are here well, in we, the studio. We, we can't assume that, Dan. They just might, there might just have been a baby left at the, door, the stage door. 
yeah. that does not happen <laughs> twice. <laughs> Luke, it explains you, okay? Oh, dude. <laughs> right, so we uh, actually have the, the, the cast and crew down from the ingenious gentleman Don Quixote of La Mancha from Little Soldier Theatre. <laughs> And they have a guitar! Woo! It's one of those shows. <laughs> Go on, do better than Andy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> They're keeping the singing till later, I can tell. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> wow. Wow, Dan's on form. Um, welcome. Um, I have to say, um, th- there are show- people always ask how we select the shows for the Fringe. And some of them, you know, we choose beforehand. Some of them, PR, send us all the press releases. And we, we, we look through thousands and thousands of them and choose out 12. Uh, and then we sort of listen and look at the reviews and coming in from others. And then there's others. We just go, you know what? I'm going to buy a ticket, see what that show sounds like. It's six o'clock. I'm kind of free. You know, I remember that episode of Quantum Leap that had the Man of La Mancha and it was quite fun. Uh, and you come out an hour later and you're just like, that's the show I'm recommending to absolutely everybody at the Fringe this Yay! year. Yay! And this year, that was the Secret Wives of Andy Wilson. Oh. <laughs> it was you guys in Don Quixote playing up at the, the zoo venues on Pleasance right through uh, until the 25th, uh, quarter past six. What a wonderful piece of theatre. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. That's yeah. not a question, Ewan. You have to ask a question. <laughs> no, you don't. You see, see, now, 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 see, Dad, excuse me a second. It's, it's, it's like having somebody from Warhorse on here. What well, done we now, have someone from Warhorse in our cast. Yeah, yeah uh, I know. And he talks over the points that you're going over. So we've given them a kind of a question, but now they could decide where they want to talk. They could talk about the show. They could talk about the theatre. They could even say thank you. You know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know who who plays Don Quixote? Um, oh, that's a tricky question, actually. <laughs> so, um, well, basically, uh, the show has got many layers, and we talk, we try to, sp- to tell the story, the whole story about Don Quixote. So, there's this 900 pages in, an, in about an hour with like 160 characters, with three, three of us on stage. Um, and there's a, bit of, um, there's a bit of discussion within the show about who plays Don Quixote. Um, so, that's one of the things that you'll need to come to the theatre. To find out what happens. Yeah. That right, so, who do we have in the studio just now? We have. We have Mercer Ribot, who, is, who has his talk right now. And <laughs> <laughs> it's Patricia Rodriguez, myself. Then it's Tomas Abela. Say hi, Hola. Tomas. Hello. <laughs> uh, and we have the, uh, the, the eight month old Don Quixote. See, you can't talk on command. And I'm uh, Tiffany Wood, the dramaturg. <laughs> right, and so. Don Quixote is is a very well-respected piece of Spanish literature. It has been attempted countless times to be filmed, to be put on plays. We've mentioned Man of La Mancha there on Broadway. And things like Lost in La Mancha, Terry Gilliam attempting to do that and just utterly failing. (laughs) It's probably more quixotic than, than actually should be in the film. Who woke up with the idea? Let's do Donkey Hunt. She did. She did. <laughs> oh, that's pretty pointing going on. It's quite aggressive as well, isn't it? It's really aggressive. Yeah, that, that's the dramaturg whose job it was to try and work it out. It was her idea. <laughs> well, basically, we um, to, to the, the honest truth is that Patricia and I um, one day were um, just sitting down and having a glass of wine, and we were thinking, just bashing our heads, like, what what is the next show going to be? What's the next show going to be? And then we just. Decided that what would be the craziest show we could possibly do uh, with our small budget. Yeah, we decided <laughs> and to do Don Quixote because it's obviously a very easy, easy 
easy book to adapt for theatre. It's only when you, when you say book, you mean page. Yes. 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 Absolutely. It only has got six hundred and eighty-six characters, one hundred something episodes. One hundred sixty-two. One hundred sixty-two. Tiffany, why is there steam coming out? Of <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, it's one episode every twelve seconds. Then, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> we worked that out just now. You're good at math. Wow. 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 I'm yes, I worked it out just now. <laughs> <laughs> we just, so we just basically go on stage and recite all the uh, hundred and something <laughs> um, um, episode names. No, no, no. Um, basically, I mean, it's no wonder that you know Terry Gilliam is sweating in LA uh, because it's an impossible book to stage, really, to adapt because it's too big, it's too meta. The narrator talks to you and says, "And then in the middle of this battle, I'll stop telling you what happens because I don't believe you want to know." And then he leaves you for another chapter and he goes on to talk about something else. It's completely bonkers and in that way it's very modern um, so what, what, I, what I liked about it is and I've attempted to start Don Quixote and managed a page and a half and just went I'm completely lost um, I'm going to go back and do The Hobbit or something simpler <laughs> like War and Peace it's that although it's, it's very difficult to get the whole thing in the, the, the themes that go through the, 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 some of the metaphors that are there and the, the idea of what Sir Vance was trying to get over in the book is there in the hour. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is that, yeah, as Tiffany is saying, the book is really crazy. And, um, yeah, but we, when we are devising a project, we are trying to put together all the things that we have uh, understood or taken from the book with us, like the, um, the idea of madness, the idea of friendship, the idea of... Of a pillow. Fight. Of a pillow fight. Uh. <laughs> no, but also apart from the ideas that uh, that the book offers, we wanted as well to tell our story, who we are as a company, and how, what is our relationships between between the relationship between us, and that's something that that uh, comes through yeah. in the show. And I think that's one of the layers of the book itself that talks about the book. That's why I was kind of worried to get you all in the studio this morning, having seen the show. <laughs> there, there are a number of layers of. of Conflict in there, and none of them derived from the source material. I, I, you know, the studio's kind of got the appearance of Don Quixote's library. You know, just I always think this. You know, you got so many different people kind of emerging and doing their skits. You got Edith Piaf going and beatboxing and all this kind of thing. You know, I mean, you know, that that's just a, another day on the podcast. I think Don Quixote would turn up in Edinburgh in August and just be like, "Yep, pretty normal, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty straight." Yeah, well, we're just saying. We, we thought, like, if, if if Cervantes was. You know, to see the version, I don't think he would be so disapproving. <laughs> Apart from the pillow fight, yeah. <laughs> How do you, uh, without doing spoilers, although I think most of our listeners have probably read uh, uh, Don Quixote several times over, there is a <laughs> there is a real pathos at the end. How do you how do you not end on a on a low note? Oh no, they do end on a, day, a low note, Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll just ask you. Oh, why are you people even here? No, we already kind of said that because it's 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 honest to the book, and it you, is there is a reverence to the book. Um, but yeah, you do have to deal with the fact that it's not the most happy-go-lucky ending of the album. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, it's true. and we wanted to Sorry, he said, said hate the ending. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's just... It, <laughs> yeah. He dies, I'm sorry. <laughs> it happens. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a... Uh, 
uh, shall I say it? It's a, it's a sad ending and, and the book. And, yeah, you, and you say it at the beginning of the whole show, yeah. so you can tell yeah, the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Going in, it's, it's like he's going to die. Yeah, he's going to die. <laughs> I mean, Don Quixote dies at the end, okay? So if someone is expecting something different, don't come to the theatre. <laughs> But Don Quixote really dies at the end, oh. and um, there is a sadness to it as well that we wanted to explore. Um, because we are not we're not really a comedy company. We we are just a company that uh, enjoy telling stories, really. And uh, this is a part of the story that we really wanted to to tell. Although the show is really fun as well. Right? I mean, um, but I, I think one of the things that that the um, that we were told no when we were chatting about about this about uh, how the book ends and and him dying no like uh, in a, in a way the man dies but the the legend of don quixote continues and that's kind of the 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 high note at the end see there you go don quixote doesn't die just the guy playing don quixote dies he gets replaced by pierce brosnan <laughs> It's a shame he couldn't come down because he's really good in that third role. <laughs> the the company uh, you guys are based in London, and yes. what other kind of projects have you worked on? How did they inform this one? Uh, well, the first project was a, a monologue. It was a solo show that I, I took to Edinburgh as well. Uh, the next one was uh, when we uh, formed as a company, Mercedes and I, and uh, we did a, a show called You and Me that was directed by Brian e. Shanahan. And it did work very well. We won a, an award in Brighton Festival. And, uh, <laughs> Awards are good. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we went to New York as well to perform it there. As well, but um, yeah, so this is our third show at the moment, and in 2015 we will have our fourth show. Wow! Yeah. The entire Game of Thrones trilogy, including the unwritten books or something. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, 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 he's in don't, tomorrow. Don't put ideas in there. <laughs> he's in tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, one man Game of Thrones, we'll have him tomorrow. Um, right, okay, so the ingenious gentleman knocking out the La Mancha to the 25th of August, quarter past six at Zoo, just up from the Pleasance, not the one on South Clark Street. One of my personal recommendations, everybody. Um, lovely Thank show. So um, we've we've got a guitar. We've got a little, we've got about ooh seventy seconds. Can we slam? Can we do? Come on, finish up. Give us something. Here we go. Little Soldier Productions there from their Edinburgh Fringe debut in 2014 with the ingenious gentleman Don Quixote of La Mancha. And let's quote themselves there. This show is an imaginative and provocative adventure of epic proportions to be taken with a pinch of salt and a handlebar moustache.
You can find out their current work at littletheatreproductions.co.uk, including the upcoming tour dates of their various shows. All those links, socials, website, and more back at our website, edinburghfringe.thepodcastcorner.com. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, you can find all the links there. If you are subscribed to the podcast, thank you very much. Please consider leaving us a review or a rating on the popular podcast directories and services. It helps other people find the show, and it reminds all those podcast apps and directories that, yes, it's not August, but there's still an Edinburgh Fringe podcast going on. Thank you all very much for listening. I'll be back next week. More adventure, more excitement, more Dulcineas, more classic interviews from the Edinburgh Fringe Archive. For now, ta-ra. You've been listening to the Edinburgh Fringe Show, hosted by Ewan Spence, produced by The Podcast Corner. Listen to more from The Fringe at edinburghfringe.thepodcastcorner.com. Listener.